Ladies and gentlemen, brothers and sisters, <clears throat> in Christ Jesus, our Lord, family, friends, and foes, and even foes in the family, and to the standing between the living and the dead, <clears throat> prayer, devotional, memorial, family, evangelistic service, family members. I mention family now because we do a segment on the family every day. Of course, we preach the gospel in every sermon, in every service. My beloved, this is Daniel White, the third. Solo. President of Gospel Light Society International, <coughs> with the White House daily reading of the chronological Bible, episode number 599, if you will, where I simply read the Holy Bible in the King James Version each day in chronological order. This unique viewpoint allows us to read the whole Bible <coughs> as a single true uh, non-fiction story and to see the unfolding of God's plan in history, the present, and the future. Today we are reading Proverbs chapter 13 verses 21 through 25. Shall we pray? Holy Father God in heaven, I pray, Lord, I pray that you would move upon the hearts of many others to pray. And Holy Father God, I pray to you, hallowed be your name, thy kingdom come, thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven. I praise you and I thank you, Holy Father God, once again today for your love, your grace, and your mercy. I praise you and I thank you for your Holy Son, the Lord Jesus Christ, your Holy Spirit, and your Holy Word, and for all of the millions and many and manifold blessings that you have bestowed upon us. And tonight, Lord, I praise you and I thank you for salvation and spiritual, family and life, financial and material, protection and provision, mental and physical blessings that you have bestowed upon us. Down through the years, every day, every week, every month, every year. And Lord, I do not take those things lightly, and uh, they are part of all of the precious memories that you 
launch uh, in my mind and I cannot thank you enough for the miraculous precious many precious memories you have given to me in my old age and Lord uh, it's just so fascinating and Holy Father God uh, for those of us who are your children and saved Lord we individually and hopefully collectively confess our sins tonight our failures and our faults uh, Lord uh, sins of the heart sins of the mind attitude and spirit whatever the sin is Lord for Jesus Christ's sake forgive those of us who are saved and Lord I pray that you will crush and crucify our flesh afresh and anew even tonight and fill us all who are saved and born again with the fullness and the power the unction and the anointing the fruit and the liberty of your Holy Spirit Put a guard in our hearts, our minds, our tongues, our attitudes, and our temperaments that we would not sin against you. Please deliver us tonight from temptation, evil, and sin. I pray this for all of my saved family members and all of my saved brethren and sisters in Christ across this country and around the globe. I pray that you deliver us from temptation, evil, and sin, no matter how we feel, no matter what we think. Lord, deliver us from our temptations and our sins. Deliver us from temptation, sin, and evil. And uh, no matter how we feel, put a guard in our hearts, our minds, our tongues, and our attitudes that we will not sin against you. And Lord, I pray that you would do this because it's for your glory, praise, and honor. And Lord, we pray uh, also that you will help those of us who are saved to humble ourselves, to pray, to seek your face, and to turn from our wicked ways and to repent of our sins and to get back to you, our first love. And Holy Father God, for some strange reason, uh, I know the devil is behind it. He's the mastermind behind it. My wife, even to this day, after 34 years, shows strange demonic uh, attitudes and spirits right before every service. And so, Holy Father God, I pray for my wife, Marika White, uh, particularly, particularly now that we're in the emptiness, that you would open her blinded eyes and unstop her deaf ears and help her to humble herself and to truly uh, believe in you and to repent. And uh, uh, as a uh, Jamaican lady admitted to me personally, uh, Jamaican women are proud and stubborn and uh, rebellious and want to do things their way. And so uh, this is a known fact and I do thank her for her honesty and I do pray that Marika White would take heed to that and just humble herself down and uh, uh, truly believe in you and trust in you. I pray this for all of my children, help them to examine themselves and see whether or not they'll be in, they'll be in the faith. I pray this for her family members and my family members, uh, her mother, her aunts, my mother, and my sisters. 
Uh, Lord, I do not want them to die and go to hell on a humbug. I pray that you would open their blinded eyes and stop their deaf ears. Lay aside their religious pride and help them to submit to you, Lord Jesus Christ, and uh, believe your gospel and obey your word. For you said, if you love me, keep my commandments. And so, Holy Father God, we pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ that you would also cast out the devil and the demons of hell and the satanic demonic spirit of Judas, Jezebel, Sanballat, and Tobias out of their lives, out of my wife's life, and out of people in our family who have these spirits and these demonic spirits and give us sweet victory over the world, the flesh, and the devil, Lord, today, tonight. And Lord, we pray for the salvation of the lost, for the revival of the saved, the healing of the sick, the comfort of the grieving, and the mourning around the globe, across this country, in our communities, in our churches, in our families, and in our lives. Lord, I thank you for your God-called and faithful pastors. I pray that you would continue to bless them and use them, continue to remove the hirelings out of the ministry. And Holy Father God, I pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ uh, that, uh, Lord, you would uh, tonight lift all of our burdens, cares, worries, and anxieties, troubles, problems, and fears from our hearts, our minds, souls, and spirits. And Lord, we cast all of our cares upon you. And Lord God in heaven, I also pray that you would deliver us from all of our distresses and afflictions and cares and uh, tribulations and troubles and trials and temptations and tests and tensions. Uh, Lord, I pray this prayer not only for myself and my family, but Lord, I pray for all Christian people, all people who name the name of Christ, who claim to be your children. And uh, Holy Father God, I pray, Lord, tonight that you'd, you would deliver us also from spiritual, mental, physical, emotional, family, financial, uh, legal, student loan debt, student progress problems. And uh, Lord, I pray that you'll bless and protect every family as you have done for the most part. Uh, Lord, uh, in this crisis, uh, Lord, in this uh, uh, time of chastisement and rebuke, you have remembered mercy and have allowed people to, by the millions, to somehow maintain their place of residence. We do know that thousands of people are homeless at the same time. We pray that you'll provide housing for them. Protect, Lord, especially your people from a housing crisis, a food crisis, a medical crisis, and a utilities crisis. And Lord, I know you want me to pray for others as well, even though others who don't obey you uh, can find themselves in straits. And so, Holy Father God, I pray tonight that you would bless and protect, Lord, my family. Uh, and uh, all other Christian families, the people who name the name of Christ, and all other people. Protect us, Lord, tonight from ourselves, our flesh, and the devil, 
and from the demons of hell and from evil people in the family, evil people in the church, and evil people in the world. Cover us and cleanse us through the blood of Christ. Place, Lord, upon us the whole arm of God. Surround us with the band of your holy angels and holy Father God. Uh, lift up your holy name, lift up your holy Son, the Lord Jesus Christ, because we're not even worthy to give you the praise. In Jesus Christ's name we pray and for our sake. Amen. Now, beloved, I have the high honor and the distinct privilege, the great blessing and the great privilege and pleasure to read in your hearing, Thus saith the Lord, the Word of God, the Holy Bible. It still matters. Somebody ought to come up with a hashtag, the Bible still matters. Regardless of what the devil says. Regardless of what the polls say. I would not be reading it if it didn't matter. Proverbs chapter 13 verses 21 through 25. Evil pursueth sinners, but to the righteous good shall be repaid. A good man leaveth an inheritance to his children's children, and the wealth of the sinner is laid up for the just. Much food is in the tillage of the poor, but there is that is destroyed for want of judgment. He that spareth his rod hateth his son, but he that loveth him chasteneth him betimes. The righteous eateth to the satisfying of his soul, but the belly of the wicked shall want. Shall we pray? Holy Father God, I pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, thank you so much for your powerful, true, holy word. Have it to find a lodging place in our hearts. Help us to meditate on it. Help us to understand it. Help us to comprehend it. Help us to obey it and apply it to our lives and to teach it and preach it and preach your holy gospel so others may come to know you as Savior. In Jesus Christ's name I do pray and forsake. Amen. Ladies and gentlemen, when I was a little boy, well, I was a teenager. For some reason, I, I, I look back now and I, I believe God, in His own way, as He did the prophets of old, he, be, he called me from my mother's womb. There's just certain things that he did, even though I was devilish, disobedient, and lost. Um, and so there was a period there, I, as a young teenager, I wanted to, uh, I guess, get wisdom and knowledge and understanding. And... Uh, uh, and so I attempted to read the big, huge family Bible. Uh, 
that many families, all black families had it in their home and some had it in there for decades. Uh, some going back almost close to uh, slavery. Uh, they had, and they would keep the birth dates of children. And uh, for those of you who lived in the South, you know that at, at a time, at one time, before the Civil Rights Movement, the city would even use the dates in the Bible uh, to, uh, uh, as, your, as, your, as your parents and grandparents and great-grandparents birth certificates. They, they, because back in those days, the city and the county and people in charge, they knew that nobody would write a lie in the Bible. back in those days. But we have jokers lying today with their hand on the Bible. And we'll swear up and down they're telling the truth. And they are lie, their feet ain't made, and their heart pumps peanut butter. But as I tried to read the, that big old Bible, I couldn't get past chapter two. I really couldn't get past chapter one. It bored me to tears. It bored me to tears. I mean, it's the hardest thing I ever picked up in my life. I found out late in life that you have to be born again. You have to be saved. You have to be a believer in Jesus Christ for that Bible door to open up for you. So here's how I became a Christian. Here's how I got born again. Here's how I got saved out of my debauchery and sin and evil and foolishness and stupidity and how you can get saved too. If God can save me, I assure you he can save you. First, a dear friend, accept the fact that you are a sinner as I am, as the Pope is, as the Dalai Lama is, as even Joel Osteen is. We're all sinners. Nobody is better than anybody. God does not accept anybody before anybody else. He accepts everybody who believes in his son, Jesus Christ. The way he said that all have sinned, the Bible says all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. And then the Bible says the wages of sin is death. That means we die because of our sins. Make no mistake about it. You don't die because of cancer. You don't die because of a car crash. You don't die because of cardiac arrest. You die because of your sins. Your sinful nature, which produces sin, you are a sin factory. And you choose to sin against God and break His commandments. What are His commandments? Allow me to name a few. He does not want us to lie. He does not want us to perjure ourselves. Uh, this is very serious. You may not think it's serious. You may call it a white lie, little white lie if you want to, or a little black lie, depending on who you are. It's nothing little about a lie. 
the reason why God does not want you to lie is because it destroys relationships, it destroys families, it destroys trust. For some people, almost unforgivable. That's how bad a lie is. And a lie will put you in jail. You can go, you can go in there into the court system that God has ordained and lie all you want to. If they catch you in that lie, you have perjured yourself and you're going to jail for a lie. So not only are you going to hell for your lie, you're going to jail for your lie. <clears throat> that, and that's with human sinful judges. We don't tolerate that. You, you don't let your children lie. You hate it when they lie. You hate it when your spouse lies to you. Well, God hates it too, but he hates it for a different reason. He hates it because it does harm to you. It offends not only him, it offends you too. So lying, don't lie. He does not want us to steal. He does not want us to lust after people. He does not want us to covet after things and what people have. He does not want us to dishonor and disrespect our parents or disobey our parents. In the Lord, growing up in their house. I mean, you can do what you want when you leave, but should you? Should you not obey what your parents taught you? If you don't, you're going to smart for it. You're going to suffer the consequences for it big time you can sow uh, uh, the wind but you will reap the whirlwind then God says do not dishonor him by taking his name in vain by lying on him to to cover your lie by taking his name in vain by cursing with his name how about adultery, having sex with people you're not married to? And on and on we can go. That's just about six of the Ten Commandments that if you have lived long enough, you have committed for the most part. Adultery slash fornication, homosexuality, all of that uh, is sin and abominations in God's sight and will take you to hell. Your sin will take you to death and to hell and to the lake of fire forever and forever nobody is going to tell you that but I am because Jesus Christ preached on hell more than any prophet in the Bible more than any apostle in the Bible and sadly more than most preachers living today hell is a reality uh, Jesus Christ preached on hell and said that it is a place where the fire shall never be quenched. Do you want to go to a place where the fire shall never be quenched, my dear friend? That's horrifying to me. And if you don't want to go to this awful place called hell, believe in the Lord Jesus Christ, for Jesus Christ said the most loving, most powerful, and most important words in the history of the world when he said, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, 
that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, that is, perish, should not perish in hell, but have everlasting life. Everybody's not going to heaven, and everybody's singing in the church choir <coughs> ain't going either. In fact, there may be more church folks in hell, religious folks in hell, than irreligious. Jesus Christ said, believe in me, and I will save your soul from hell. So that you can, it's not just being saved from hell, it's being saved to heaven, so that you can be a, a part of God's divine uh, uh, new thing that he's going to do. Okay? And all you have to do is believe in Jesus Christ, that he suffered, he bled, and he died on the cross for your sins. Are you willing to do that? Are you willing to call on his name in prayer? For the Bible says, for whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Let's do that right now. Repeat after me phrase by phrase and mean it from your heart. And believe in your heart for your soul's salvation from the everlasting burning hell. The sinner's prayer. Repeat after me phrase by phrase and mean it from your heart. My dear friend, this may be your last night. England is on fire tonight. Europe is on fire tonight. Over a thousand people went out into eternity and they, they died because of heat related issues. Uh, many are dying in America for that and other reasons and uh, you already know that you can go to Walmart tonight alive and come out dead. You can go to a grocery store tonight alive and come out dead. You can go and pay your T-Mobile bill alive and come out dead just like that. Go to the mall, come out dead. Go to school, come out dead. Go to the hospital and get shot in the hospital. Doctors and nurses have died from people going into the hospital to shoot a doctor. Lawyers and judges are dying. There's a judge in New Jersey. Someone knocked on the door rung the doorbell, her dear son Daniel, same name as I have, went to the door cheerfully, joyfully, as a teenager, uh, and answered the door and he was killed. But, she, but, they, but they were after his judge mother. The father was injured. So you can wake up in the morning and go about your business and be at the funeral home at night. This is not a an attempt to try to scare you. It is scary. It's a scary situation. It's frightening. If you don't have to go anywhere, don't go. If you just want to go for a joy ride and go for a joy this and joy that, you might want to just stay home for multiple reasons. You can go out to all these different places. You can go to church and get the coronavirus and the monkeypox. 
and die. So uh, get your eternal life insurance policy. Some of you are very concerned about your life insurance policy or, or you're concerned more about your spouse's life insurance policy. You need to make sure your eternal life insurance policy is taken care of. And, 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 and it's already paid. All you have to do is believe in the Son of God, Jesus Christ. Believe in your heart that he suffered, he bled, and he died on the cross for your sins. Was buried and rose on the third day by the power of Almighty God. He is, as John the Baptist called him, the Lamb of God who has taken away the sin of the world. Do you know him as your Savior? In the free pardon of your sins... Believe in him tonight the best way you know how and call on his name to save you and God will save you. If he can save me, he can save anybody. And I'm a nobody telling everybody about somebody who can save anybody. Anybody. I don't care who you are. Trust me when I tell you that. Anybody. No matter what evil you have done. No matter what nastiness. See, see, we're not only sinners. We are nasty with it. We're evil with it. Filthy with it. See, in God's sight. And, 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 and people go to hell for that. <clears throat> so, trust in the Lord. Believe in the Lord Jesus Christ. Call on his name. Be willing to turn from your old life. And follow him in the new life. And he will help you. He'll be the best friend. I guarantee it. I guarantee you this. He'll be the best friend you have ever had in your life. You will never be lonely again. If you trust in Jesus Christ as your savior. He is a forever friend. Indeed. Follow me in prayer. Repeat after me phrase by phrase. And mean it from your heart. Holy Father God in heaven, I admit that I am a sinner, and I have indeed broken your commandments as the pre preacher brought out. And as you know, Lord, I've committed many more sins than this, and I have repeated my sins over and over and over again. For Jesus Christ's sake, please forgive me of all of my sins, my faults, and my failures. As I truly believe in your Holy Son, the Lord Jesus Christ, who suffered, who bled, and who died on the cross for my sins, he paid my sin debt. He was buried and rose on the third day by your power. Lord Jesus Christ, I do believe in you. I believe in your word that says, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. Lord Jesus Christ, please come into my heart 
and into my spirit and save my soul today. Fill me with your Holy Spirit and help me to change. Help me to repent of my sins and to get back and to uh, repent of my sins and uh, to turn from my evil ways. And follow you in the new life, Lord Jesus Christ. For it is in your name I pray. Amen. Now, dear friend, if you believed in your heart in the Lord Jesus Christ, and you called on his name for salvation, based upon the word of God, the Bible that I shared with you, uh, you are now saved by the grace of God, just as I am. And so, in order for you to grow uh, and be the Christian disciple that God wants you uh, to be, please go to gospellightsociety.com and uh, get my book free of charge titled, What to Do After You Enter Through the Door. Read it, and it will give you the next steps of what you ought to do as a Christian. And uh, uh, if you have a prayer request, please send that in to us at dw3 at gospellightsociety.com, and we will pray for you until you tell us to stop. Also, please let us know that you got saved so that we can rejoice with you and pray for you and send more materials to you. And so, dear friends, uh, with that, uh, we will resume the standing between uh, the living and the dead Bible study. And so for those of you who just prayed that prayer with me and you just got saved, uh, this is your first Bible study, and you will be amazed uh, how that you will understand a whole lot more and how interesting it will become to you. So God bless you. Continue to follow the Lord, and he will bless your life in ways that you cannot imagine. And so, my dear friends, uh, we resume our service, the standing between the living and the dead service, if you will, and I love saying this, already in progress. My beloved, this is Daniel White the Third, President of Gospel Light Society International with the Scripture and the Sense podcast. Episode number 989, where I simply read the Word of God and give the sense of it based on an authoritative commentary source such as the BKC commentary or the Matthew Henry commentary or some other reputable commentary or study Bible. My beloved, this podcast is based upon Nehemiah chapter 8, verse 8, where it says, Ezra and the Levites read in the book in the law of God distinctly and gave the sense and caused them to understand the reading 
So the aim of this podcast, my beloved, is that through the simple reading of the Word of God and uh, uh, the giving of the sense of it, it is my humble prayer, my very humble prayer, that the church would be revived and that the world would be awakened and saved from the wrath of God to come and save from the eternal burning hell. Let me tell you something, what this life is about. It's about glorifying God and making sure that you get your soul saved and your family's souls saved from the eternal burning hell. Okay? That, that's what this life is about right here. Okay? That's what I'm busy doing. Making sure my family is saved and praying for my family to be saved. You need to do the same. Uh, my wife and I passed out uh, some tracks today. And uh, every time our family goes out for over 34 years, we pass out gospel tracts. And uh, so people can have an opportunity to get saved. And so uh, you need to do the same. The most important thing in this life is to get saved, to get born again by believing in Jesus Christ. And if you have not done that, you need to do what Jesus Christ said. He said the most important words in the history of mankind when he said, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, that is, perish in hell, but have everlasting life. Do it today if you have not done so. Call on his name, for the Bible says, For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Now today, my dear friends, we are reading Malachi chapter 3, verse 16. How interesting is that? Then they that feared the Lord spake often one to another. Amen. And the Lord hearkened and heard it, and a book of remembrance, my, 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 was written before him for them that feared the Lord and that thought upon his name. Amen and amen. I like that real good. I like that real good. How about you? Mm-hmm. That's real good. That's, that's real good. The Word of God. See, in this segment, I can comment. When I read the Bible, I read it straight. No chaser. That was, dear friends, Malachi 3.16. Now, here is the sense of it. Here is, if you will, the understanding of it with the help of the Holy Ghost. Please understand, you will never understand the Bible and the deep things of God without the help of the Holy Ghost of God. And we thank God for the teachers that he has created who have a gift. And I want to say this again tonight. and I'm, this is something God laid on my heart to say. I don't say it that much. I've said it in the past. I have had, I've been busy rebuking pastors and getting pastors out of the ministry altogether. They don't need to be in the 
over over it's over it's probably over sixty percent of the pastors have quit, which I predicted years ago. And we, I guess if we get it down to 80%, we might have true revival. Because it's worse than what I thought it was. You picked a fine time to leave me, Lucille. I wish I could strike that song up by Kenny Rogers. You picked a fine time to leave me, Lucille. Only Kenny Rogers can get down. How many, how many of you remember Kenny Rogers? I think he's dead now. Kenny Rogers read back one day and sung a song. I thank God for my job down at the factory. I said, "Go ahead, Kenny. Dog on it. Go ahead." He said, "Preacher, you 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 black, ain't you? Uh, how is that you like some country music? M many black people like country music. They don't want to admit it." And some of you black women, he's married. Some of you black women, you're interested in the country music now because of this young man that's out there who you think is very pretty. He's a, he's a cowboy. He's a country. He's country, but he's black. He's mixed. And y'all love him. Now he's drawing in a whole bunch of black women now. You like that you like country now, don't you? Yeah, yeah. A lot of us listen to country music in the car, man. Black folk. That's right. Kenny Rogers, Dolly Parton, Dolly, Dolly's my girl. Dolly's my girl, man. Plus, she's a sister. She loves the Lord. And who doesn't love uh, my man, uh, 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 who, who, who sings on the road again? I can't remember his name. Nelson, I think. Who doesn't love that singer? You got to be crazy. Don't tell, don't try to put me in no no. Uh, in fact, I, I like country music better than some of this uh, crazy these crazy song black folk be singing out here today. Today, not like yesterday. Back in the day. When we, I were, we were out there, baby boomers, we had some real music. And one was a white boy. Do a little dance. Make a run. Get down tonight. Yeah, huh? Who's that? <laughs> Woo! Yeah, we had some real songs back in the day. Flashlight. The Emotions. Y'all, you people can't sing. You people don't know anything today. Some of these crazy songs y'all be singing. I don't even understand what you're talking about. Anyway, I digress. That's all right. You picked a fine time to leave me, preacher. But you go home. We don't. You're hiring. We don't need you. You're just holding us up. The Bible knowledge commentary says about this very interesting passage the word then is emphatic emphatic indicating that the action described in this verse was 
a consequence of the preceding confrontation. It is difficult to tell whether this remnant, those who feared the Lord, is always still. Now listen, God always has his remnant. Now, God, always, God always has his few, his faithful few. God always has his 7,000. Now you better remember that and you, you better believe that. Now God always has his faithful few. So when I'm up here preaching, I'm getting down, I'm getting down on some pre- preachers and churches and things like that. Uh, I'm not talking about them. But they're doing the same thing I'm doing. They're just few and far between. And some are trying to stay alive and some are trying to avoid persecution. So they may have their head down, but they, they still, uh, and they got their head down praying. And they still, they still with the Lord. The remnant. Are you a part of the remnant? I can't make you a part of the remnant and you can't fake it. Dr. Tony Evans is a part of the remnant. He's a big time operator, but he's a part of the remnant. You understand me? David Mann is a big time operator, and he and his wife, but they're part of the remnant. They they believe, they still believe the word of God. Mm -hmm. Why so many folks in the church have run off to, we don't know where they are. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we have some big time operators who are still part of the remnant now. Uh, big time. And they're few and far between. Not too many of them, but we thank God for them. We got to have the Nicodemuses and the Joseph, the Josephs of Arithmetia as well. This remnant, those who feared the Lord. That's what the Bible says about them. See, they, they, uh, people who fear the Lord. I just read an article about the Supreme Court justices uh, and told, I told uh, Clarence Thomas, I said, uh, look here, because, you know, they just voted, the House just voted to, to support homosexual marriage and all of that demonic foolishness. And look what these devils did. They hooked, they always have to do this. They want to hook their damnable abominations and homosexuality and stinking mess with uh, the black race. They said they voted for the, uh, the support of homosexual marriage and interracial marriage. Well, interracial marriage was taken care of a long time before that. It's two human beings. Okay, yes, there are people who don't like it, but that's, I mean, that's two human. You can't put that with your homosexual mess, your stinking homosexual mess. No, 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 and and that's what they have. That's what they do, and that's what they have done. Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. Hear me well. Is turning over in his grave at Black Lives Matters. I don't care if you like it or not. I'm already on many hit lists. Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. has turned over in his grave eight times over the foolishness of Black Lives Matters. Uh, homosexuals and lesbians lead, leading the movement and leading and using our race as a Trojan horse to bring their demonic, satanic abominations from hell. And, and, and most people are so ignorant in this country, even in the church, and most pastors are so ignorant, they bind it hook, line, and sinker. The devil is a lie. 
and we're going to turn on the police. They have been, listen to me, listen to me. You black parents need to train your children up to obey the law. Yes, are there racist, some racist police officers? Have they uh, harmed people? Yes, and they need to be dealt with. And one of the ways you can deal with them is to pray them out of there. We oh, wait a minute now, doggone it! Wait a minute, you all want to you want to protest right now, don't you? Well, protest against the church because we got some uh, devils in the church who have raped little girls and little boys. Uh, don't know. What about the police? Or what about the preachers? Huh? And their wives, cougar wives, horn around with the young men in the church, the young bucks. Don't bow your head yet. It's not time to pray. I'm going to pray in a minute because I have to eat. I haven't had anything to eat much today. I'm, I'm going to pray in a minute. Hold on. Don't tell on yourself. Preachers got side pieces to this day in the plague. And you think, well, 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 God is not taking this plague over because you still horn around, you whoremonger, preacher. You whore pastor's wife. You still swinging and everybody tell I'm holding on, you know. Uh, uh, as soon as this plague can go away, you know, we can resume. No, God, you think, who do you think you talk? Who do you think you're dealing with? You know this was in your heart. You're trying to force this thing and push this thing, trying to get everybody back in the church so you can get your hug from Bo Peep and get your hug from Sylvia, you lying devil. You're a liar, your feet ain't made, and your heart pumps peanut butter. You better thank God you're still alive. Giving communion and taking communion unworthily. Just got out of bed with uh, uh, the deacon's wife and the trustee's wife. And got out of bed with uh, uh, the deacon. And, 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 and some of you are homosexuals as well. Some of you got a husband and you got a wife, you're married, but you got somebody in between you and the bed, some young person, either a young buck or a young woman to play with. Look at me real good, you devils. You wonder why we, everything is burning up, everything is going up. More disease is going to... They found another strain. I don't know where it is. I can't even pronounce it. Today. We already got one killing people right now. Then you got the monkeypox. On the homosexual men. You know how they get it? You know how they get the monkeypox? Because homosexuals are nasty as the devil. And you tell them... And I know they're mad at me. I had to, uh, two or three wanted to kill me today. Uh, another one's following me around and all this kind of stuff. I, I, you say, well, preacher, you're paranoid. Well, paranoid is good. Paranoid is good if that's what I am. Because I know, and I have proven it to people, that there, be, there are people who follow me and who want me dead. You'd be amazed at how many people we reach. 
They do nasty, wicked, ungodly things. First of all, this was in the newspaper yesterday. Through oral sex, they get the monkeypox. Men, men with men oral sex. Not men with women. Now, let's be real about this. Let's be real about it. Whatever they do, except for a couple of things, men and women do it, and they don't get the monkeypox. All sex, men sucking on men's penises, men drinking men's urine. This is documented as to what they do. Men eating men's uh, feces. You're going to get something. That's what they do. So those of you who are thinking about hooking up with them, men kissing on men, they already have the AIDS which has never been cured. Then God punished the church for uh, letting homosexuals into the church, including preachers and pastors, wives, lesbians. They're lesbians in Bible-believing churches. I'm not telling you what I think. I'm telling you what I know to be a fact. Just like there are homosexual preachers and homosexual deacons and trustees. They have a pack. Be very careful also about these so-called men's meetings. They're drawing cards for homosexuals. Because this demonic abomination is very addictive like a drug. That's why if you get into it, it's going to be hard to get out. Same thing for lesbians. Well, preacher, I just don't think you ought to talk about these things in mixed uh, company. Mixed company, what are you talking about? You people are doing it. You're getting ready to uh, strike up the computer right now and look at some of it. Huh? You have a lesbian on, on speed dial. You have a homosexual on speed dial, pastor. And some of you pastors, you, you women who claim to be pastors. You know why some of y'all are so husky and so mighty now and so ferocious? Huh? You so manly, looking manly. Because you're ruling over the pastor's wife. You're the man in the relationship with the pastor's wife. She's the submissive. She, and she'll submit to you, but won't submit to her husband. The devil is a lie. I'm not telling you what I think. I'm telling you what I know is going on. Uh, I own and I'm the founder and owner of blackchristiannews.com. Okay? So a lot of stuff. We hear a whole lot of stuff. There's some stuff we don't even put up. We don't even have time to put up all the mess. And some mess I, we, we just don't put up. So I, I, we, I, we, we, know, we know all about it. Huh? And got names and receipts and everything else. The things that, that we, just, we know about, we just don't say anything about it. Some of it. We don't, we don't even have the space or time to deal with it. But that's what's going on in the church right now. It has not stopped because people foolishly think God is playing with them. 
But remember the word of God. Be not deceived. Don't fool yourself. Whatsoever a man or a woman soweth, that shall they also reap. And we're reaping the whirlwind. We sowed the wind, we're reaping the whirlwind. You must understand now, when you plant an apple seed, you're not getting one apple back. You're getting a tree that's going to bear fruit year after year after year. You reap what you sow. That's good and bad, prosperity gospel people. Bless your little hearts. Because God killed that dead. Didn't he? And prosperity gospel does not work under plague. The coronavirus plague. Because you're teaching this for everybody, and it's not. It's not for everybody to get rich. See, I don't have a problem with Joyce Myers having millions of dollars. Joyce Myers can make a million dollars or more with one book. She doesn't need the money from the church. She don't need to be begging y'all for money and all this kind of stuff. She's just giving, and when it comes down to the mission, she's just giving you an opportunity to be a part of what God is doing. She doesn't need your money. Nor does T.D. Jakes. Nor does Joel Osteen. They may they may or may not take a salary. They have the right to take a salary for their labor at the church. That's a job that they have to do. And it's, 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 the, it's for the benefit of the people to support the man of God. Everything else is gravy. And they probably, and no doubt, they tie back into the church hundreds of thousands of dollars. I have no problem with a preacher being rich. But the false prosperity gospel, and you're standing on there, you're depending on the people, and you're begging the people for money, millions of dollars, to buy you a plane and all of that. No. Mm -mm. You're not to be doing that. For the pro that, that's not for everybody. The Bible gospel is for everybody. The rich, those in the middle, and the poor. And we all can still be happy and cheerful and joyful and at peace. That's how it is. And so, ladies and gentlemen, as we continue the Bible study and move on, those who feared the Lord. And, and what I was telling you was, in the article that I wrote to the Supreme Court, to Clarence Thomas, I said to Clarence Thomas and to the other judges who fear the Lord, who fear the Lord. I didn't say conservatives. I said who, those who fear the Lord. <clears throat> Who knows? Kagan may say, you know what, this is this is a mess we done created. <laughs> the liberals may say, look at what, what kind of mess have we what kind of Frankenstein have we committed we we have created here. They may even turn back with the right persuasion from Clarence Thomas. They may they may one of them may jump ship this is too much. Got drag queens teaching. I never, they have never seen a drag queen teach them in the library and in school and then take them to the club. Are you kidding me, people? Have you lost your righteous minds? And I told you the other day, I'm going to tell you again, there's somebody, the powers that be 
are messing with you people. This is stupid as it can be. And they got you all tied up in knots. <clears throat> and, 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 and you preachers who were bought by them. Who can't say anything. Where are you? Anyway. Where are, where, where are the preachers? Where are the preachers at? Huh? Why are you not marching against this foolishness? Why are you not out in the front in the streets praying? <clears throat> but it, it should have never happened in the first place. But since you allowed it to happen, I said to Clarence Thomas and other Supreme Court justices who fear the Lord, I believe the, 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 the man who's the head of the Supreme Court, I believe he's going to go with, with Clarence Thomas. This is, this is out of hand. See, the de and the devil knew it was going to get out of hand. God knew it was going to get out of hand. And I knew it was going to get out of hand. I, 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 I preached against this for over 10 years now. <clears throat> Warned it before, before the Supreme Court justice did it. Before the Supreme Court allowed homosexual marriage. Because I knew things would unravel once you do that. The demons of hell and the abominable, abominable, well-prepared, abominable people, they, they had it all set up and set out. And they went to work as soon as they deceived America. The courts, Supreme Court justices, and had Obama and Trump on their side. It is difficult to tell whether this remnant, those who fear the Lord, differs from the preceding questioners, uh, is the same, or is it a part of them? If the two groups are in some way identical, then the righteous repented of their harsh words against God and to God, and were then strengthened in their faith and became the remnant or part of the remnant. But if they are unrelated, which I think that's what it is, then their attitude and speech contrasted with the people in verses 13 through 15. Because see, the remnant is always separated and apart. Nobody likes to be with the remnant. Your family members, they hate you because you embarrass them. Because you look like the remnant. They don't want to look like the remnant. They want to fit in with everybody else. Uh, your friends, they don't, oh, your cousins and them, big mom and them, they don't want to have anything to do with you because you're part of the remnant. And you look strange. See? And the Bible says you look peculiar. Okay, you're a peculiar person. They don't want to be around peculiar people. They, they don't know what you want to say. They don't know what you're going to do. They don't like it. What they said to each other is unknown, but it probably concerned a renewed perspective of God's faithfulness, as was true in other similar struggles over these issues. Their fear of God exemplifies the response which God desired from this oracle. The scroll of remembrance means that a permanent remembrance of their faithful and reverent 
response is kept in store in heaven. Please don't forget that. God remember. Let me tell you something about it. Let me tell you something. Godly people, people who are saved and born again and filled with the Holy Spirit. Let me tell you something. Remembrance is a big part of their life and of their joy and their peace. Remembrance. God makes them that way. Remembrance is a very powerful, beautiful thing. Jesus said, remember me. Lord, have mercy. Help us. God, help us. That's why somebody ran back and wrote one of the most beautiful hymns of all time, Precious Memories. If I could sing it, I would break out in it right now because I experienced it all day today from the time I got up until now. And I cannot even begin to explain it to you. If you don't have it, it's too bad. Too bad. I can't help you. I can't help you. My wife, Marika White, who is here with us tonight, here with me tonight, she does not have these precious memories. She's envious of me that I do. She's uh, envious of me that I'm still in touch with my children and they are in touch with me all day, every day. But I remember the precious memories. I remember, man. How, and see, when you walk by faith and you serve God by faith and you depend upon God to hear your prayers and to provide for you and your family, the precious memories are even deeper. It's almost like being in heaven, seriously, people. And I don't like to tell you people this because you think that somebody's bragging that, you know, how some people are so unspiritual. They get, See, if you're truly born again and saved and you're mature in the Lord, you are happy for other people. You know why you're happy? Because God blesses you in the same way. It does not mean you need to get into a tit-for-tat and a competition about it. And I don't, I, I don't even, that's why I don't even, I'll just listen to people and, and praise God with them. I don't even tell them about the miracles that God has bestowed upon me and the precious memories. Precious memories, man. Uh, you know who somebody, there's a country singer who can sing, Alan Jackson. Hey, 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 hey. Huh? Have you heard of Alan Jackson? Alan Jackson. He's not black. I know his last name is Jackson, but he's white. How with a cowboy hat on? He could flat sing the song. Do you hear me? I ought to play it for you right now. Alan Jackson can flat sing some hymns better than Elvis Presley. That's singing some hymns. I can hear Alan Jackson in my mind. He's a country he's a preacher. How you listen to these country white folks? It don't matter to me what color you are when you say, man, if you're washed in the blood. And and I can tell if you're washed in the blood. Because if you sing like that right there. This provides assurance that when God deals with these individuals, he will not forget. Their submission to him. See, God does not forget. God remembers. God is big on remembrance. I told you this before. 
God does not keep doing stuff over and over again. One Red Sea. Okay, that's it. Now, Jordan was a different thing, but one Red Sea. And now, you better remember that. The Son of God dying on the cross. One time. Not every month. Not every year. Every 10 years. Every 12 years. No, 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 no. You know why? Because God is big on remembrance. And he said, you better remember what he did back here. I don't care if it's 2,000 years, 3,000 years. You better believe what Jesus Christ, my son, did for you. Huh? Because we're not doing that again. He will not forget their submission to him. Shall we pray? Holy Father God, we pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Thank you so much for this time. Thank you so much for the gospel being preached and your word being taught. There's nothing like it. Thank you for giving me the privilege. And Lord, I pray that you'll, you will help people to remember you and remember what you have done for them. In Jesus Christ's name I pray and for his sake. Amen. Now, ladies and gentlemen, we go to the family verses, what I, what I call and what I have dubbed the family verses, our family segment. And we are in the uh, passage that deals with God commanding the children. And by the way, adult children, what your parents taught you from the Bible in the Lord when you were home with them, you, that needs to go along with you. You need to obey that in the Lord and from the Word of God. You don't have to, but it would behoove you to do that. Ephesians chapter 6, verses 1 through 3. Children, obey your parents in the Lord, for this is right. That does not mean you need to obey your parents about who you should marry. No, no, to no, 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 no. I would say something else, but I don't want to offend my holy brethren. Ah. Now see, that, that, that's a different ballgame. No, I said the things that in the Lord they taught you from the Word of God, the Bible. You need to obey that. Lessons based upon what the Bible says, the Word of God. You need to obey that even as an adult child. But do not let your daddy and your mama pick who you marry now. Okay, unless you really got a wholesome, great, wonderful A1 family. Because uh, mama will pick a woman that she can keep tabs on you for the rest of your life. My mother tried to do that. And I said, no, ma'am, no, ma'am, no, ma'am, no, ma'am, no, ma'am. You're not going to be keeping tabs on me and what I'm doing. And found out, and I thank God I made that move because she had one for me. And, and see, not only keep tabs on you and control you too. See that? Because that's what my grandmother did with her sons and with my mother, my grandmother, Gladys Beeman. Always in their lives, always meddling in their 
family life and in, in their relationship, and then go talk about it with, with Aunt Ella and talk about it with Aunt so-and-so, Aunt, Aunt Aldonia, and everybody else. That, that right there, that demonic wives' tales foolishness needs to end. And Daniel White III is putting it to an end. Uh, you can't tell. Uh, you're not going to be having a little sneaky phone call with my wife, a trader in the camp, and telling you everything I'm doing and what I'm doing, where I'm going, and all. Uh uh. No, 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 no. I, and, see, no and see, a good parent, like, I don't want to know. I don't know. I don't want to know what you're doing in your personal life and who you are with, getting married to. That's, that's your business before God Almighty. Because I've already taught you, I've already trained you. If you want to go out here and mess around and mess up your life, you're going to suffer the consequences for it. I believe the good parents do their job at the house while the children are there, and then they, uh, they let the children go. Because there's a God in heaven. I can't hear nobody. Amen, somebody. Lights. Amen, lights. Amen, lights. Uh, Bishop Grant. Amen, lights. I can't hear nobody. I know right about that. Let the children go because there's a God out there. The same God who led you. The same God who picked you up when you fell flat on your face. When you disobeyed God and your parents and the words that they taught you from God. Huh? Yeah. The same God who guided you and led you. If you would have told me I would be doing what I'm doing right now, have been doing for the past 42 years, and, and, and then especially over the past 12, 15 years, and every born-again, uh, Bible-believing, God-called preacher would tell you the same. They would say, I would have never believed it. So, so you raise your children right? And you turn them over to God because, and then you pray for them. And leave them alone or stuff like that. You can remind them of the word of God. You can send them a text. That's, that's pretty much all they want you to do is send a text. Texting is a powerful form of communication. I believe texting, out of all of the communication in the world, out of all of the communication in the history of the world, I believe texting is the most powerful. You don't need to be getting together all the time, man. Hey, 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 hey. You've been together for what? 20, 21, 22, 23, 24, 25, in our case, 26, 27 years. Let the children live. Let them be. And you, you go do what God called you to do. You might inspire them to be faithful if you stay faithful. Honor thy father and mother, which is the first commandment with promise. And I thank God that my children have honored me big time. They honored me recently, you know, they... they uh, gave me some money so that I could go. And they, yeah, I mean, you know, it would, they didn't know the specific thing that I was going to do. 
Because they never do that. They never try to dictate to me what I do with the money they give me. Because I don't want no Negroes giving me money trying to dictate to me what I do with the money now. Ah, uh, no. <laughs> you can keep the money if you want to try to dictate to me what I do with the money. My money you gave to me. That God moved upon your heart to give to me. Well, anyway. They gave me the joy and the privilege to go into one of my favorite, two of my favorite stores recently. Trader Joe's. And I had a wonderful time talking with my friend, the captain, at Trader Joe's. And he introduced me to some new things that I hadn't seen because I hadn't been there for over three years. Almost three years. And then Whole Foods. You, 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 you know, you can't really, you can, but you really can't go into Trader Joe's or Whole Foods with just $10. You understand? You get what I'm saying to you? Huh? Uh, you can, but you'd be better off at Walmart. <laughs> huh? So they gave me enough money where I can go to Trader Joe's and the Whole Foods. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. I loved it. Yeah, yes they did. That's a good feeling. That's an honor. That's You say, well, man, I tell you, even a small thing like that, you... You honored by Yes, I am. They remembered me. And they know the things I like to do. Simple things. Simple things, but they mean a lot to me. What you do, hopefully, it means a lot to you. Simple things like going to Trader Joe's and the Whole Food and get certain, 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 certain things. Is, 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 uh, I like to do that. May not be a big deal to you. But it's a big deal to me. When you can walk up in there and you, you got something. Huh? And you can pretty much get what you want. Even with inflation. I thank the Lord for my children who made sure that it was up in there. Like that. Verse 3, that it may be well with thee. And God has blessed them tremendously and will continue to bless them. They found favor in the sight of the Lord and in the sight of people. Outside of the family. Outside of the family. In fact, um, my family, nor my mother's family, can do for them, never has done for them, like strangers do for them. And that's a fact. And thou mayest live long on the earth. And now, dear friends, let's pray for others and let's go eat something. Let's pray for all families, saved and lost, and other people as well. Holy Father God in heaven, I pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Thank you for this fantastic time together tonight. Pardon me, Lord. We pray for the salvation of the lost in families. We pray for the revival of the saved in families. <clears throat> and Holy <clears throat> Father God, help all of them to make a beeline to your holy word and obey it so that their family can work and be successful and stay together and endure until the end. 
And Holy Father God, we pray for the salvation of those who are lost in general and in the church. We pray that you would revive those who are saved. We pray that you would heal those who are sick. Lord, we have some people uh, in our family who are sick. We pray that if they're willing to confess their sins and repent and tell the truth and shame the devil, we pray that you would heal them and raise them up according to your will. We pray, Lord, that you would comfort the millions of people who are hurting and mourning and grieving and draw them to yourself for salvation. Holy Father God, we pray for all people who name the name of Christ, that you will have mercy and grace upon each and every one of us, and forgive us of our wicked sins of disobeying your great commandment and your great commission, along with a host of other sins. And help us to truly repent and turn around and change. And Holy Father God, I pray in the holy name of the Lord Jesus Christ. uh, Help us to humble ourselves as your people. To pray, to seek your face, and to turn from our wicked ways and to repent of our sins. And to get back to you, our first love. And Holy Father God, we pray for all people who are in the ministry of government. Lord, I thank you for them. I believe they're just as called to their uh, offices as I am, most of them. I pray that you will save those who are lost, revive those who are saved, cast the devil out of those who need that in their lives, and cast out those who are bad apples, uh, be they red, yellow, black, or white. And Lord, I do pray that you would protect your children, your people, from being persecuted in Nigeria and around the world. And uh, Holy Father God, help us to remember we have black devilish people killing black Christian people in Nigeria. And so Holy Father God, uh, I do pray that everything would be brought to bear to stop this carnage against your people. And Lord, I do pray also, uh, Lord, for the millions of people who are hurting uh, from the coronavirus plague and other plagues. But we pray for a few by name. We pray now, Lord, for the family and friends of Nigeria resident Israel Ibrahim. We pray for the family and friends of New York resident Eli Preem. We pray, Lord, for the family and friends of Albania, resident Alfie, Alf, Shelmanaj. We pray for the family and friends of Florida resident Tha Fazan. We pray for the family and friends of Albania resident Inshar Padvorka. And we commit all of these souls into your hands. Let your will be done in their lives and in ours. We also pray, Lord, for all of the people who have sent in prayer requests, not only these new ones, but we pray for the thousands that you've given us the privilege to pray for. Thank you for your almighty word that says, Ask and ye shall receive, seek and ye shall find, knock and it shall be opened unto you. 
thank you for hearing thousands of prayers and we pray still for all of these people and their families that you'll meet their personal needs and we also pray for the new people this prayer that you would bless them with uh, salvation and spiritual family and life financial and material protection and provision mental and physical blessings and uh, holy father god we pray for pastor bushibi Please uh, supply for the orphan children's school their fees as they return to school in Kenya. We pray for Pastor Dobson. Please provide him with the money and food he needs for the orphans and protect them all from the coronavirus plague. We pray, Lord, for Linda. Please save Delina, Day, Lena, and Holly. Bless them with financial help and physical and emotional healing. Holy Father God, we pray now for the people who have gotten saved through the preaching of the gospel through this ministry. Help them all to stand strong in the faith. We pray not only for these uh, few by name, but we pray for the thousands who have made a profession of faith through hearing the gospel, through the preaching of your gospel. Uh, through this ministry. We pray for Ron, we pray for Lewis, we pray for Haney, we pray for Kay, and we pray for Kaz. And Lord, we pray for the people who have recommitted their lives to you. We pray, Lord, uh, for this work that you have done, that they would stand strong in the faith and never get back into a backslidden state. We pray for Thomas, Tracy, Benjamin, Sunila, and Eve. And Holy Father God, we commit these souls into your hands. Let your will be done in their lives and in ours. In Jesus Christ's name we pray and for sake. Amen. <laughs>